Hey listeners, want to start your own podcast? Let us tell you our favorite tool. Anchor is the one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. Here's why. Anchor lets you record and edit your show right from your phone or computer. So no matter your setup, you can start creating right now. Then it distributes your show to the most popular listening platforms like Apple and Spotify. Plus, it's the only place you can send video content to Spotify. Creators can even earn money on Anchor with ads and subscriptions. Best of all, it's all free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You are now listening to FemRegard Podcast with Tessa Markle and Carolina Alvarez. Hey, Femme fam. How many of you are beginner filmmakers like us who are trying to learn the trade all on your own? Scouring the web for help can be time-consuming and limiting. I mean, (laughs) that's how we've learned most of what we know. But what if there was a structured online course on cinematography that you can follow right in the comfort of your very own home, aka editing bay? And that's why we're excited to spill the tea about our partnership with Tropic Color, a leading company in the production of LUTs, effects, and more. Most importantly, they've developed an online course that includes over 70 topics, led by two professional DPs who've worked on all types of sets and really know the industry. Tropic Color's Cinematography Masterclass will take you through pre-production, lighting, camera breakdown, and more. Here at FemRegard, we only want to provide you with the best tools out there because we know it's possible to get better without having to spend thousands of dollars on film school. That's why we'd like to offer you a special discount code to sign up for Tropic Color's Cinematography Masterclass. Just head on over to tropiccolor.com, spelled the British way, T-R-O-P-I-C-C-O-L-O-U-R, and use our code. FEM10, that's all caps, F-E-M-M-E-1-0, when you're checking out, and boom, all this knowledge and an already great price for an extra 10% off. Get it, fam? Hello again, fem fam. I'm pouring some tea while I introduce our guest today. So we have another lovely Instagram find. Yes. (laughs) Yes, Instagram. (laughs) Uh, Rachel Laco today is here with us. She's an actor and filmmaker. Um, She's been on shows like NBC's Chicago Fire, BET's Games People Play, and Netflix's Atypical. So awesome. Like, congratulations (laughs) on all of that. Yeah. Wow, you did your research. (laughs) A little bit, you know. Oh, all the stockage. IMDb, uh, found you. Everything. Everything. I'm scared of what you found. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's like when you go on a date with someone, right? Like, you stuck there. Oh, totally. Like, ever since you came out on Netflix, I have a whole new perspective (laughs) to, like, stalking people and guys who don't have Instagram like yeah sketch right like who are you why do you only have one what century are you from (laughs) (laughs) you came up because i think we had started we we've started to build a really awesome network of filmmakers on the gram that are also female driven dope and yeah and i you came up in one of my searches and i i always like start to follow people for a while and get a vibe from them and like Mm. loved your stuff and i loved what attracted me the most to have you on the show too is that you come from an acting background like me and tessa and then came into filmmaking so we were yeah yeah (laughs) it's been a journey well i want to hear all about the journey but i'm gonna just share with the tias real quick get that out of the way oh yeah whole food runs last night what's up what's so yeah carolina found this at whole foods um and we all agreed we wanted the most caffeine possible so this is allegro tea from allegro coffee company and it is the 
Estate Ceylon. I don't know if that's how you say it, um, but it's a black tea. The Ceylon is a yellow flower that grows in the tropics. Keep going. Um, tell me more. <laughs> some Asian country. Tell us the history. Okay. And um, yes. It's a how do you know all this? Yellow... I was reading the box. Oh, okay. You know I'm that girl <laughs> who was like, what's this? And it's organic. Oh, my God. And, and then... I settled because it said noir and had caffeine. And it said, yeah, it's like a noir tea, whatever. I like Femme it. noir. Hashtag Femme noir. Yay. <laughs> Lovely um, choice. Yes. Thank you. Cheers. 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 A long distance yes. cheers, you guys Ooh. over here. <laughs> Thanks, babe. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Ooh. 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 It's like yeah. very calming. Mm-hmm. I like it and smooth. Yeah, feel free to honey if you want some. But honey, tell us <laughs> what got you nice segue. going. Thank you. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, wh- yeah, what what started? What came first, the acting or the filmmaking? The acting for sure. I've been doing um, musical theater and <gasps> just regular theater since since like middle school. Yeah, I kind of like <laughs> I kind of like fell into it because you know in middle school where you have to like choose um, your electives and stuff, and I was like going down the list. And I'm like, well, I'm not good at sports. I don't do any of that. I can't really like, I'm I'm an okay singer, but like I wasn't good enough to be in choir and stuff. And I just mm-hmm. went down the list. I'm like, I'm not good at any of these things. I'm like, okay, there's art and drama. That was all that was left. I was like, I'll try it out. Yeah. And then like I took drama and I like fell in love with it. And I just like every single year took drama, took theater. And it's kind of been like, you know, just from there on i i just like i couldn't stop like it was an addiction mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then i was uh really obsessed with just like films and tv too and I, I knew like someday i wanted to be on like you know on screen and try screen acting um so i'm from texas and okay. um uh, my family like definitely did not support me as, uh, <laughs> as many asian families do um but for some reason like they wanted to move to la to california not okay. for me yeah but they just were like yeah, we kind of want a change of scenery. I think we're thinking about Hollywood. I was like, yes, let's go <laughs> right now. Um, wow. So it's kind of just like it worked out in my favor. And then mm-hmm. when I moved here in college, um, I I took a screenwriting class. I was actually taking, um, I took up nursing because my mom's a nurse. Um, <laughs> I hated it. I was so bad. It was yeah. so bad. Um, oh, man. And I took a screenwriting class like without her knowing. Uh-huh. And I like fell in love with that too. And I was like, wait a minute. I think for me with acting, I was like um, <coughs> earlier on uh, the roles for women and for particularly women of color, like were so stereotypical and the roles I, were, I was going out for like really, really sucked. They were so bad. Um, so one dimensional, so flat, <coughs> like they were, you know, basic stereotypes, oh, but, yeah. you know, like the best friend or the you know the hot exotic asian woman or mm-hmm. stuff like that and i'm just like these are just not... the two yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. i was like these are not the roles i want to be going out for like this is not fun yeah. this is not why i want to do this i want to tell really authentic awesome stories with you know um badass women and mm-hmm. and so when i took screenwriting i was like whoa i can like create my own characters and create my own roles and create my own stories and and it just opened up a whole new world for me. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it was at that time where I think like Mindy Kaling was like really blowing up and Issa Rae. And, and I was like, whoa, they're like doing everything. That's so cool. Like they're just creating things. Yeah. Right. Because um, they were writing and, and yeah, coming up with all this stuff. Writing, on directing, directing, like yeah. acting, all of it. And mm-hmm. I was like, that sounds fun. I kind of want to do that. So then I enrolled in a film school. Yeah. Um, I went to Columbia College Hollywood. It's okay. Um, <laughs> 
fine. Um, I'm just going to be real, that. you know? Yeah, like, I love that. Um, That's amazing. Like, yeah, I was like, it, it was it was good. It was I definitely Got was like, feet wet. You know, yeah, I was I was definitely grateful for it. I think like you learn the most for filmmaking in general, like uh, you learn the most about filmmaking is like when you're on set, you know, yeah. I mean, like obviously film school was cool. Like it it taught me some things, all the basics and stuff. But mm. uh, I learned the most when I was just like creating my own stuff. Um, and then from there it just became history and I like fell in love with just creating in general, yeah. you know, like, so now oh, yeah. I just like, um, when I first enrolled in film school, I just, I kind of just like dove right into it. I started like writing, directing, producing, acting, like all of it. That's yeah, awesome. And did you just have like, get your friends together, like from yeah. your classmates, like the, that was, and then just started mm -hmm. making things. Yeah, definitely. I think like, um, I just kind of tried to find my people mm -hmm. and uh, we all kind of like stuck together and we just started to like make stuff you yeah know? uh it's really fun i love collaborating and i think that's why i love filmmaking too um because oh, yeah it's a I huge think... collaboration yeah. yeah like you know you start with one vision but it grows when right. you have a lot of people right yeah world. so like with for me with acting it was it, it's it's they're like two different um Two different worlds, like mm -hmm. when you're in front of the camera and behind the camera. Totally. Um, oh, yeah. And then when you're like doing both, it's a lot. But I have so <laughs> much fun doing it. It's, it's a big challenge. Yeah. I love challenges. So, you know, yeah. That's no, awesome. I love that. That's exactly <laughs> where we come from, from a mm -hmm. place of being like, we're, we're not finding the roles that we want to audition for. Right. We get excited mm -hmm. for. So, like, let's create them. Right. And that's. Is that how, how you guys got started, too? Yeah. 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 Literally. <laughs> so that's why it was like exciting to hear, like, that was literally us. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have biases, but still, there wasn't always like the kind of badass female roles that mm -hmm. we wanted to play. Mm -hmm. And and that's where Femme Regard was born. And we didn't know it was going to be this at all. Yeah. What we're doing right mm -hmm. now, like at all, which is so cool. Like it just transitioned to many other things. Yeah. So, awesome. yeah, it's, it's been an awesome journey. And it's cool to hear that someone else like vibed that and just went out and did it herself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think like more female filmmakers or just like filmmakers in general should just do that. I think. Yeah. And in the film school I went to, there were <laughs> there were a lot of people who just like kind of I don't know, they they didn't uh, immerse themselves as much as they they could have, I felt like. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, just like you have all these resources, especially when you're in film school, you got like all this equipment, right. you have all these things like just I, I get I get a lot of um big. Uh, beginning filmmakers like asking me for advice and i'm just like just create stuff mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter if like you think it's bad or horrible or i mean it is gonna be especially when you're starting out <laughs> right. like, yeah i had like the first few films i did oh my god they're so bad they're horrible um but i feel like you know as you create more you're just practicing and and, exactly. and like perfecting your craft more and more yeah. um so yeah i i always say just like i don't care just like shoot something even if mm -hmm. if like you know on the phone. your little iphone yeah. or like yeah the quality doesn't have to be amazing like yeah especially with um with Issa ray like her first web series was just yeah. like you know the quality was not great but the content was so funny and so great and like so you almost didn't now. care as much like yeah. because you know the quality the, the story the content right was, right was i was really like good. i don't know i just had this like i just want to make things yeah i just, just want to make things and then um <laughs> you know as uh as you continue to grow as an artist, like you really learn your voice and you really learn like um, your style and everything. So I think like that all comes from just practicing. Yeah. And, I mean, like, you have things. to start somewhere. Right? right. And I think a lot of people that aren't like in the film world don't see that or they don't realize that, you know, everybody starts somewhere. 
like every celebrity even that people say there was their quote unquote first movie yeah. you know, like, was no, their no, first no. studio it? movie that they had right. a lead in yeah. that was not by right. any means their first right. movie you know yeah, there's not really like this overnight success that you see right. i mean i even had that like perception before coming into mm-hmm. hollywood and before getting into the business i was just like wow like they came out they came out of nowhere it was probably like a overnight success like someone just found them on the street i mean there are stories like that but very 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 rare yeah a lot of what you see is like years and years in the making like Mm -hmm. i think that's another thing a lot of people don't understand about the about filmmaking and and the business in general is just like it takes years yeah it is a struggle (laughs) like to be real it is a struggle what's the what's the biggest challenge you think as a i guess as an female actor filmmaker do you find that there are prejudices that you're facing on a day-to-day basis or like what's yeah what's been the biggest challenge for you even aside from like the female as Mm -hmm. as just a creator Mm -hmm. you know I think um I definitely would say the resources I feel like Mm -hmm. you know but I think it's getting better for sure like now that there are so many more um, there are a lot of like labs and fellowships and diversity fellowships and just um, programs in general that are helping out and supporting artists that yeah. are coming up, which is really awesome. Um, and I feel like that has um, has given me a couple like really great opportunities. Um, and also, I think just like my own personal challenges too. Like I struggled a lot with my mental health, mm-hmm. um, which then I feel like can really set you back when you, when you're not taking care of yourself. So yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm a huge mental health advocate, and yeah, um, you list that on your Instagram yes. profile. So <laughs> yes, I, I yeah, if you want to touch on that, like briefly, yeah, totally. Like I I think for a couple years, you know, I was I was creating and stuff, but I I was not taking care of myself, mm-hmm. and then like um, I took maybe like kind of a year off quote unquote off you know um to really just like take care of myself and understand myself more and Mm -hmm. and and know how to deal with the ups and downs with the industry because like especially like you know as an actor i mean just as a creative in general you're putting out your stuff you're putting yourself out there it's like like a little bit of yeah and you're getting judged all the time (laughs) like critiqued (laughs) all the time and it's just like you know trying to figure out what you can do to like not let that affect you Mm -hmm. um because you know that can really get in your head i get like a lot of anxiety from that and and um so when i think when you really know yourself and take care of yourself Mm -hmm. i i like found i became just i just kind of like went on this whole journey of like okay i'm becoming more of me and then my art got better my like confidence levels got better my everything got better i started booking more Mm -hmm. um just because i felt so much more comfortable in my own skin i was Mm -hmm. like okay yeah like i'm not gonna let any of this stuff affect me anymore i mean still does but like i have a better handle of it you know um so i i definitely like advocate for that too is just like taking that time to 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 really like balance balance yourself and mm-hmm. like know know your like know your boundaries know what you need know what you need to 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 remove from your life um yeah just like to to get yourself into like a really healthy space yeah is so important as oh, a creative yeah. you know i don't <laughs> know if you yeah if you guys like have experienced that at all from like you know from the industry but oh for sure yeah it's so tough i think too it's awesome to create things that inspire people you know what i mean and whether Mm -hmm. it's is something that's like specifically about mental health or whatever it is just anything that can 
make people feel good and make people mm -hmm. feel inspired and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like I was involved in a project um, called Correspondence that we're still kind of like pumping right now, but it's a mini series about a suicide prevention hotline. Mm. Um, so it's kind of like the point is to kind of remove the stigma. Yeah. Um, and we've had people respond like that they decided to actually call the hotline and they've always been afraid to. And this like made them feel like it was okay. That's awesome. So yeah, wow. it's just, it's yeah. really that's, cool to that's inspire powerful. people as a creator. Yeah. See, that's the thing is like, you know, we're doing this because of storytelling and stories mm -hmm. are so powerful, you know, whether it's fiction or not, like that's yeah. for me, I think is the, I always say this is, I feel like stories are such, are the gateway to change, you mm -hmm. know, because it like totally is, even if it's like, you change one person's like perspective of something or like just at least letting someone know that they're not alone or that, you yeah. know, they're also going through the, uh, what you're going through is like, you know, what I've been through as well. And mm -hmm. like, even in these little ways. Um, yeah. I love storytelling. <laughs> and we have, that's our, that's our responsibility as filmmakers. Yeah. And that's why it's, we get, it's again pouring again our soul into mm -hmm. something and yeah. scary yeah i think you're like did our message come across right. like are people gonna misjudge like misjudge it misread mm -hmm. it not understand it but at the end of the day i think for those who are like nervous about that you just you gotta just face the music and like yeah yeah, yeah a lot of a lot of that too is like there's so much fear and like just mm -hmm. kind of going back to you know first starting out and like tr creating things and um, I remember like a, a lot of it too. Sometimes I was, or, or I'd see a lot of my friends like not wanting to do something, but then like, and they keep saying that they're going to do it. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm going to, I'm working on the short. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like f three months go by. I'm like, how's the short doing? And they're like, I haven't done it yet. And I'm like, why, <laughs> yeah. why? Like you, you can do it now. Do you right. need help? Like, what do you need? Aww. Um, but it's like, you know, uh, it's a lot of fear mm -hmm. because of the fact that like, you know, the fear of not being good enough, the fear of like failing and yeah. And it's yeah, that that's it's a really hard obstacle to or even to get like over. what you want to tell. Like I know I have some stories about like some personal stuff yeah. that I wanna share, but it's like it's so scary. Am I ready for that? Right. Like am I ready for people to really know me like that? Or like voice my opinion on something mm -hmm. that yeah. like I'm not here to judge it's just my perspective on it mm -hmm. and so it's like take it or leave it but and it's like can I can I convey it well so like I know I like there's some I've had conversations with like filmmakers and a friend was like yeah that you gotta go tell that that's your story and I'm like mm -hmm. oh, I know <laughs> but I don't want to talk about it <laughs> right, yet right so I, I do think you have to you have to it's a it's a brave task mm -hmm, totally and, and but i feel like when you do tell that story that's the story that's gonna emulate with everyone mm -hmm. the most that's actually gonna be the most impactful film you probably ever make yeah 100 percent. so like yeah. i'm always just like okay <laughs> do it do it, Figure it well that's why i think it's funny whenever people are like oh well like actors and filmmakers like that's not a real job they're not really you know what i mean and yeah. it's like oh okay God. first of all you have no idea what goes into this you're pouring your heart and soul and all mm -hmm. your money and all your time right everything but honestly. on top of that like what would other people do if there wasn't tv and film you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm people like... stop and think about what <laughs> yeah. would we do if there wasn't entertainment in this world? Like, okay, I think oh the actors God. and the filmmakers are pretty fucking important. You know right. what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, what would the world be like without art? You yeah, know? exactly. So exactly. So sad. And our society, like our principles are based on stories. I mean, yes. that's mm -hmm. just how the world 
was almost created. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Like it was from storytelling. So if anyone has, yeah, that's the power Mm -hmm. behind that. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't argue against that. Yeah. That's just how things were, were done and made. Yeah. Yeah. Stories are powerful. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So tell us a little about, a little bit about like what just keeps you going, like what inspires you day to day, whether it is like specific films or just some person in your life or just what is it that really keeps you going? Oh, man. Uh, what inspires me? A lot of things. Um, I think, yeah, like seeing other art mm-hmm. f- for me, like other film. I Gosh, I watch so many shows, so many films. Um, and I listen to a lot of music, too. Music really inspires me, especially when I'm writing. Um, I've, been, I've been doing a lot of uh, uh, yep. writing recently, um, working on a feature film right now and then nice. like um, some TV pilots. And um, I when I listen to specific music, I sometimes I'll just think of like a specific story or a character or situation or a world even. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll really inspire me. Um, but I also really look up to a lot of like other female filmmakers and mm-hmm. like when I see what they're doing, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like that's so, that's amazing. And yeah. it like really fuels my fire. Cause I'm like, okay, if you can do that, I for sure know I can too. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other women and filmmakers in general can as well. Um, like, like I was saying, like Issa Rae is probably like one of my favorites, Mindy mm-hmm. Kaling. Um, and recently, um, Alma Harrell, who directed mm-hmm. Honey Boy. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> I'm obsessed like, with her. I'm so obsessed. I'm so I, obsessed I met her, her. I met her twice. She's Shut such up. a lovely woman. Like yeah. so sweet. Like when you meet her, she's just like so soulful and so like. Oh, oh my God, she gave me like the best hug ever, and I'll never forget it. And That's I was like amazing. partying with her. <laughs> um, I love what she's doing with Free the Work, which yes. is an amazing platform for filmmakers, emerging filmmakers. Yeah. So- Anyone out there, go sign up for Free the Work and Absolutely. check that out. Like we, I forget how we found out about it. Maybe it was like in a panel or something, but we had used the website actually to find guests for the podcast. Oh, awesome. And like it kept progressing that I was like, I was listening to a podcast and I was like, oh my God, this lady that created Free the Work, like oh, we should have her on the podcast. Carolina's like, um, you do know who that is, right? Like she might not be available. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? Try it. Yeah. I mean, she's she's super cool and awesome and I'm very, very support and she's very supportive of female filmmakers. So why not? Yeah, yeah. like she could be on, I be mean, on your podcast. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, listeners, I think we have talked about this before because it free the bid and free the work. Are they separate they're, they're or is separate? It just, okay. Yeah. Because one is what like international or something, right? I is think? that the difference? I think I can't remember, but there is free the bid and free the right. work, and it's a database to find female filmmakers, writers, editors, like yep. mm-hmm. all across the board, and it's awesome. We found some really great people. Yeah, so. and you can like watch their work. And watch yeah. their work. Yeah. I forget. There's. I wish I, I remembered her name, but yeah, I've I've watched other female filmmakers mm-hmm. and it on there, and it's so inspiring. Mm-hmm. Such a great resource. Yeah, I love it. Well, that's oh, how we yeah. first found Taylor Brash yeah. from season what was that three? Yeah. Um, but yeah, great resource, amazing. I and it's it again. I love that you say that. You know, it's it's not a com- competition. It's like yeah, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's inspiration. It's it's something that should fuel you at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, we should all be like supporting each other, you know, yeah. like this. There's space for all of us for sure. Totally. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because everyone has their own story and their own yeah. Like, upbringing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's another thing, too, is like before um, early on in my career, I was just like, oh, I want to tell this story. Oh, someone else already told it. But like you're a, you're your own unique artist that can mm-hmm. tell the story in a different way that no one else can. Right. You know, exactly. um, so because every what, truth be told, every story has been told. Yes. Like in some way, in some there's way. always another way to tell it. Right. Like yeah. shed I mean, like a new perspective on it, like your perspective, which yeah. is different. 
Yeah. And I'm talking about tropes because, yes, there's still some things I think we can break grounds on totally. and really highlight. I'm not trying to say that, but like the general, like all the tropes the, uh, mm-hmm. that are there, like they've been told. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And, and so you can put your own flair on it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your own little spin. Your own little, exactly. your own little spin. <laughs> We're going to let her take her sip of tea. I always feel bad because we like we, we make like, our guests talk, talk and they don't have time then, to drink. <laughs> and then I'm over here like sipping and coughing because I choked on it. And, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly and i and just so um you know too like I, as a writer like and our last guest said this to music i'm 100 percent with you mm-hmm. like i will i've said this on the show or it's gonna come out on this last season <laughs> um, that uh for me like i'll create even playlists of like yes i do that all the time like a mood yes. playlist for the set and mm-hmm. then i'll listen to it as i'm writing and it's same so dope I like, love it. it Every single, yeah. A tempo, a rhythm mm-hmm. to your writing and like see it the gets, world. It really gets you into that space yeah. in the world. Um, yeah, I do that for like every film, every pro- every project I do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's super. Even for like acting too. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. it helps bring you yeah, to get you into the character. That mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how, how has been your success with acting? It's like amazing that you've landed on all these platforms. Yeah, it's been so fun. My, I, I was like making a joke with one of my friends about like, um, yeah, I'm going to be on every single network. But watch, I'm just like <laughs> just going through the networks right. and all the streamers and stuff. Yes, <laughs> that's that amazing. Is. That is so amazing. I mean, like, how cool would that be? I'm just like, all right, what's the next one? New so network. Cover all those bases first as Hashtag actor Quibi. and then get all your films up there as a filmmaker. Right. Like, you know, just knock it all off. But yes, exactly. Quibi. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, you got to get on that, girl. Yeah. Well, I, we'll wait for you. Is Quibi out? Not yet. No. Okay. But, yeah. Well, actually, by the time this podcast episode releases, it, will be it probably will be. Check out Quibi. I'll yeah, probably true. be on it soon. So, you know. Yeah, check out Rachel guys i think i also think like it's really important to just like manifest and Mm -hmm. like you know um that's one of the things that i i feel like you know when you're manifesting and attracting like that's really i don't know it just like sets this like confidence in you too yeah i'm I'm still like i don't know i don't know i'm like what is this manifest because i i do believe like i manifest parking spots in la (laughs) oh my god yes like i'm always that's a superpower i love that But like the rest of my life, like I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Because I'm like, where, where's the money? Where's, <laughs> where's that? So what is it? What does manifesting mean to you? Like, what is it exactly? Are you visualizing things? Are mm-hmm. you? What is it? Is it a meditation? For me, for me I think it's like I, I do a lot of because uh, I'm you know a writer, so I'll just like write it all down. Mm-hmm. And like what I think what's really important too is like try not to give like a timeline to it, you know? Because that's important. Because I yeah. yeah. Because things just like things will happen. But also when you just like set your mind to something, I feel like that just like puts your brain and puts your whole body into just like motion. about. Yeah. 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 And then like things will just kind of it'll happen. Totally. You just got to start that energy flowing. Right. Right. And it's different for everybody. I'm sure. too. Oh, yeah. Everyone has their own different way of like meditating Mm -hmm. or or like. Yeah, they're what fuels them to like drive mm-hmm, and yeah. see things. So I'm still experimenting with what works for me, but definitely like I love writing goals down and that's like a mm-hmm, huge mm-hmm. on that. And I love that you said the time frame thing because I think once you like really put a hard deadline, I, some things I think it's important to. Oh, totally. Like you should. Like, <laughs> like writing. Script. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there, there we go. But then other things, it's just like if you do that, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Yeah. And like, what what kind of don't time- put too much pressure on yourself yeah you know i've like that's yeah. one thing that i've i think is you know uh, an obstacle in my life too because i've just i have like high standards for myself and mm-hmm. other people and i'm like you know, chill some i'm like okay just just relax <laughs> yeah. for a little bit totally you know 
Yes. Um, I also was, I was listening to another podcast that told me and I thought this was like really um, a great piece of information was that, you know, confidence is built on the expectations that you've met for yourself. Mm. So like if you're setting up like expectations all the way up here mm -hmm. and you're not reaching them because you've set these ridiculous yeah. deadlines and mm -hmm. like goals for yourself that's when your confidence decreases totally. it's all and your self-confidence yeah. and then that's when you start this like horrible like you know going downhill with that yep. like with yeah. yourself so like really think about i think for listeners out there that when you're trying to like you know achieve goals and set mm -hmm. that up for yourself that you you are you're making it realistic to yes. you yeah because that comes from the accountability that you set with yourself yeah because i'm like that's i know too like I, if i'm not hitting that deadline like i will i will stay up all night to mm -hmm. like make a script deadline mm -hmm. or whatever because like i'm like i i know i have to do it mm -hmm. yeah. but then it's like if it's like something else like career move wise that's when it like anxiety builds if i'm like really yeah. overreaching because yeah. like it, there's just stuff you can't There's, control exactly yeah i was just about to say that <laughs> There's, there, there are things you are can't you control scorpio? uh scorpio moon oh cheers i'm just a virgo over here this is my virgo my yin yin gang gosh i'm yang gang love it yeah um yeah no I, I was just gonna say that is like um not to not putting too much pressure on yourself but also putting like actionable steps towards like your bigger goal which yeah. is like so important for like for me when i'm writing a script i try to write at least like you know three to five pages every single day so it's like right uh, making those small goals towards your bigger goal mm -hmm. every single day absolutely that, that is perfect advice for our listeners you yeah. know just small but consistent yes yeah small consistent actionable steps and it keeps you uh, inspired and motivated too mm -hmm. you don't feel like you're just like and you're over it you're <laughs> yeah. again keeping yourself accountable and yeah, then right. your confidence is building up because you're like wait i'm doing this mm -hmm. i'm actually doing this and making making the film that i'm scared to finish or right whatever. and i think it's also important like go out there and try to find your tribe and find mm -hmm. your community because like i <laughs> i i started um i started a writer's group as well for like um female write, uh, screenwriters and nice. um we meet every month and like we give each other our uh, our scripts and just give oh feedback God, and give that. notes and yeah. it's so helpful and it's like it keeps you inspired and keeps you going because you know they when they give me notes it, like good ones too <laughs> and i'm like oh wow you like this like this is good oh yeah. okay you know and oh, then so um yeah it's yeah. it's really helpful and then it, it makes you a better artist as well yeah when you're like just practicing that again as i'm saying practicing your craft totally well to wrap up um tell our listeners first of all how they can find you also how they can find this writers group that i didn't know about <laughs> yeah um you can find me on most of all the social media platforms um instagram is at rachel.laco uh twitter is the same except without the dot i don't know why twitter won't let me put dots whatever <laughs> i know we have an it's underscore fine. on ours on twitter so yeah yeah um i i have a youtube there's stuff oh i have my short films on youtube so yeah you can check that out <gasps> yes. and, um you can just look up my name rachel Lego on youtube and uh what else oh i actually this is this is fun um i just finished filming uh filming recording mm -hmm my own mental health podcast nice. with uh with one of my friends and you guys have a better setup than we do because we're very <laughs> small and we just started but um yeah it'll be coming out like march 2nd if you follow me you'll you'll know all we'll the, pump it all out the yeah no, yeah stuff. please let us know we'll what share is it called? It. uh it's called it's really funny it's called batshit bitches because um, <laughs> we're batshit so yeah. i love it <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah that's that's coming out like march 2nd 
Awesome. Yeah. Oh More congratulations. And then, and then I have a web series called Crazy that is in post-production, mm-hmm. which is a, a mental health web series. Um, it's not out yet, but we're, you know, hopefully sometime this year. Yeah. Amazing. So we'll keep our eyes out for that. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, I, yeah, just follow me and you'll see all my new stuff that I'm working on. I'm working on a lot of scripts right now and working on my feature film, which I'm really hoping to to get funded by the end of the year. So fingers crossed <sighs> on that one. We feel you. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag me too. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Yes. Yes. And thank you listeners. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening to FemRegard podcast. If you like what you hear, tune in next time for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals over tea. We can only grow with your support, so please subscribe, share, rate, and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. If you leave us a great comment, we might give you a shout-out on the show. For more on us, check us out at femregard.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.